Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. It's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. As always, it's your boy Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet, your first co-host. And once again, I'm joined by the faster, stronger, further co-host. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Hey, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph, on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and uh, Hell Stuff on Instagram. And it's been a week. It's been a week. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean it's been a week? Tell me. Well, t- tell me about your week. Oh well, it's uh. Every time I say that now, I think of there's a tweet that says like whenever you whenever you ask a white person how it's going and they just say it's going, you know they're really going through it. Uh, it's going, man. Yeah, I know. That's the uh. I, I work in that community actually. The, that's uh. The white community. I, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> that's like deeply true of me this week. Um. Living the dream. But, living the dream. <laughs> like, I was so. Among other things that were good this week, I went and saw Captain Marvel on Thursday, but I was, like, so busy with work that when I, like, Thursday morning, I was like, cool, so, like, I don't have anything after work today, so I can work late and get ahead on some stuff, and then I was like, oh, shit, I have Captain Marvel tickets. (laughs) Oh, darn. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, no, I'm excited to see that. Stephanie, you're excited to see that. (laughs) You you say that now. (laughs) Yeah, but some, uh, some good stuff, uh has happened this week um first and foremost the the news no one expected but everyone seemed to be pretty heartwarmed to discover oh we're diving right in we're diving right in i, I mean do you do you sorry let me how, how was your week dom <laughs> i was it was good it was just a fine week <laughs> you caught me off guard <laughs> sorry, i was preparing I was, like, something on my to, phone no yeah you're excited get into this tell things. tell the people the words you're excited like uh, let's let's get this going well, someone pointed out, um, someone who's been, someone on the Twitters was reading, um, I think it's called The Good Neighbor, it's a biography of, uh, of Mr. Rogers, but anyway, at some point they are talking about, like, how, um, like, how Mr. Rogers' sexuality had been questioned, um, like, because he was, like, a soft, like, showed, like, a softer kind of masculinity, and, um, how he was... Like, I don't know, he was discussing sexuality with a friend of his once who was gay, and um, the friend had basically, like, explained what the Kinsey scale to him was, and Mr. Rogers had said something along the lines of, like, I found men attractive, and I found women attractive. If sexuality is a line, I'd say I'm smack in the middle. And yeah, we found, was like, we found that Whoa! <laughs> Woohoo! Which is weird. He's like... ours! Like, yeah, like, n- no one had dug that up before now? Like, it's weird that that's just news this week, but... Yeah, it's it's one of those things where people people talk a lot about stuff and then they just never like follow up on it or just speed read, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently has this been on sale for like eight years? Like Barnes and Noble says it's been like sold by different people since like no, that's that's a person. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's it's very hard to find things. People are probably rereading it because um because since his uh. That the movie had come out, so people probably went and read his biography. Mm-hmm. But I can't seem to find like, a, a good read on it. The... the Good Neighbor, it's called, right? Yeah, The Good Neighbor, The Life and Work of Fred Rogers. Came out this last fall, so it's not like a hugely... Okay, so like, there's no reason people book. just found this out like a week ago. <laughs> no, yeah. And like, the also, but also like, he passed away in 2003, so it's not like that interview hasn't been out in the world yeah that's even more interesting i don't know so, 
it's, it's cool. But yeah, Mr. Rogers, welcome to the club, as one might say. Yeah. He's, one of us. He's one on the, of us. He's on the team, and people were pretty excited about that. And it's, weirdly enough, I haven't, like, maybe I'm just, like, in the safer circles online, but I haven't seen anyone being like, ooh, don't put your gross sexuality on Mr. Rogers, like. I mean, so, it's kind of hard not to, uh, the only thing that people could say is, like, why do you guys make everything about something? Because, like, you can't really deny the fact that if he said he something, said that he thing. said it, like. <laughs> yeah. I think most of the time when I, um, most of the time when I hear people saying stop putting sexuality on things, it's people assuming or coming up with canons or like head canons or ideas um is normally when i see that or when something's being made but would say hey this guy who existed before may have been bisexual based on comments he said that say pretty much that mm-hmm. i think it's kind of hard to like is that really the battle you want to win you want to like that is that the hill you want to die yeah on? is that the battle you want to fight yeah but then again also the people who would be mad about that are still like fighting about captain marvel right now so like yeah they're distracted they can only like pay attention to one thing at a time <laughs> like let me let me let me do a quick google search while we're live because i'm curious about something so mm-hmm. here's how i know that those dudes are busy if i search and i know our base is pretty lefty so this won't cause problems if i searched mm-hmm. anita sarkeesian on youtube the f- the first po- the first negative things that come up on her or like might be negative are from like eight months ago, and that's how mm. you know that the, the online jerks are busy with this Captain Marvel stuff, because Feminist <laughs> Frequency just released a thing, and there hasn't oh, been yeah, like oh yeah the queer tropes thing yeah and there hasn't been like an outcry about it which is very good but I don't think it's because people have like <laughs> become better people and it's not like people have. <laughs> gotten woke recently i think they just don't know that it's out and from what i understand i guess do people like yeah it's in video games so like why are people not i'm glad i'm very glad i'm just wondering why no one's talking about this yeah and i think they're all still mad at captain marvel for something brie larson said like actually a long time ago now that i look like the comments she made were like eight months ago so i don't know why people are just yeah, not bringing it up a long like time ago. so that's and probably why like God, they weren't even, like, that, like, controversial. It was just, like, all of the journalists on our press tours are usually white guys. Can we have a few people who are not that this time? Like, well, you know, it's, it's it's the people online that get mad about stuff typically don't do the research on it. Because they're like, she says she doesn't want people like me seeing the movie. I'm like, that was never said by anybody. Like, maybe the outlets you read said that happened. But that didn't happen. Yeah. So I think people are so frothed up about that. They haven't even noticed the stuff about Mr. Rogers. Um... But also, it's kind of, like, hard to, like, talk shit about Mr. Rogers, like, in general, yeah, I mean, like, like, I'm gonna be negative around Mr. Rogers, like, what? Well, I, I guess you didn't really care about Mr. Rogers then, because you'd be very upset if you, like, being shitty to somebody. Yeah, like, it's like, you, you wanna, you want Mr. Rogers to be ashamed of you? <laughs> like, yeah, disappointed in you? Like, why would you want that? Why would you bring that upon that's, yourself? That's the worst thing I can think of. <laughs> Yeah, he's up there with the, uh, the the big trinity of like positive people and stuff. Um, no one ever talks about like how Lavar Burton from Reading Rainbow should be up there. Like he always gets left out. They're like, oh, you know, Mister Rogers and Bob Ross. We should add, we should add Steve Irwin and Marie Kondo to that. I'm like, what about Lavar Burton, the Reading Rainbow guy? Like, I'm pretty sure that's a wholesome thing. But uh, whatever, I, I I know I know why. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely up for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's up there you too. Bi- you get Bill Nye, you get Lavar, you get Marie, like. You've got kind of 
wholesomeness across the across the genres. Yes, all all the all the major food groups of like logic or whatever you call it, personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's yeah, that's cool. We got Mr. Rogers up there. I uh, I read an article from like my Google recommendations. Um, mm-hmm. it was like I think it was on Polygon or Kotaku or something. But so somebody I read this article and they they speaking of like gay icons. They talked about hey, I felt compelled to like finally play Overwatch because there's a character like me. And they said Soldier 76 because he was a gay man. I'm like, I don't know if this was a well-advised pitch because, like, there's a lot of white dudes, like, in video games. So, like, they felt kind of weird. But, okay, like, it's good to have, like, <laughs> a gay character. But it just feels like, oh, a character like me. Like, if that's the only thing that you're waiting for, like, most characters are mostly like you already. But, you know, that's fine, fine. I, I understand. Um, like, I, I don't know. So they said a lot of people that he was playing the game with, like, were very homophobic towards it and, like, said, like, lots of terrible things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I know games are toxic, but I'm like, yo, I can't believe anybody, like, still has an opinion on that, like. Yeah, what? like, of all the things in the, like, world to be homophobic about, like. I mean, like, when it first came out, people were saying stuff, of course, because, like, it was new and people are shitty. But, like, this article yeah. was written, like, a week ago. <laughs> I'm like, dog, I forgot about that. Like, I completely forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, and also, like, the, I don't know, the, that, the, it's not like it's in the game. <laughs> No, it's not in the game. Um, and, and I feel bad because you know I, I, I'm a piece of shit. And my first thought was like, dude, who the fuck's playing Soldier in Overwatch right now? Like, he's not a good character. Um, I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't matter. Like, people are being toxic. I'm like, well, yeah. Um, so there, there's a continuing conversation about how like the game promotes so much positivity, but the user base does not. And I'm like, it kind of comes into a conversation we were having like from other stuff. Is like, how much how much expectation should you put on this? based on some other thing it's like are you like you say the game should be like a bastion of like hope and like good people just because the story is like that i'm like the only Mm -hmm. way the only example we need to know that's bs is like we've seen my little pony and it's fandom like we can just stop saying that the 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 content has any bearing on what people do with it yeah on the fandom yeah that is that is far gone like undertale and steven universe and rick even rick and morty like uh, is not about being it's it's pretty pretty blatantly about how being an asshole is a bad trait, and yet people that's <laughs> yeah. all people take from it, and it's like okay, that's uh, I mean if you watch the pickle Rick episode and all you got of it was just yelling pickle Rick, like I, I'm fairly certain in saying you missed like, the point of the episode. Is like not even worth like the breath it takes you to breathe in and out to say that thing to that person. Yeah, um, someone pointed out it's kind of like how people think Cartman's the good guy in South Park is like the South Park guys could have did a better job, but like. They have done un- they they have done enough for people who pay attention to realize that Cartman's not the good guy. Um, but if people miss that, the, I would like to believe they wanted to miss it. But yeah, so what's going on, Mister Rogers? Welcome to the club. Yep. Rest in peace. So what's uh, what's this next thing? You saw some trailers. We're going to get to Captain Marvel, y'all. It's, yeah, it's, it's on coming. the list, of course. But we're going to get it's to coming. it. It's coming. In all in good time. Oh, um, before we leave, Shanghai won another game. Shanghai Dragons Woo! beat London Spitfire last season's champions. So, you know, they're having a good season, I'd say. Let's go, Dragons. Yeah, let's go, Dragons. Um, but, yeah, what's this next topic? It's nothing to do with video games. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing to do with video games, but we're on the on the path for superheroes. Um, there were a lot of trailers in front of the Captain Marvel movie, some of which made more sense to pair with Captain Marvel than others. One of them was for a movie that's, like, Green Book on steroids about, like, 
school desegregation and like the president of the clan becoming friends with a black woman like oh uh, yes i saw this woof holy like... wow and it's not only does that sound like just like more like white saviorism nonsense it also does not make any sense to pair with captain marvel <laughs> also kind of like you know read the room um yeah what i would uh, is it a thing that like on thursday premieres they typically aren't like fully paired yet like or is that the real they're going to use I don't know. It's possible. It's been a long time since I've seen a movie that wasn't a Thursday night premiere. Okay. But, um, but yeah, but, uh, some of these movies were better paired. <laughs> um, and one of those was Shazam, which is especially well paired because the guy used to be called Captain Marvel. Um, is his name not Captain co- Marvel anymore then? Well, it's, there was like a copyright dispute and they're not allowed, I don't think they're allowed to call him that in the comics anymore, but. Huh. Hmm. Um. <laughs> thanks, uh copyright and dc and stuff but yeah the shazam trailer and like i have like some internal thoughts about shazam and like am like pre-inclined to like be against it because well because my my uh real life job we work on the uh the dc licensed books and um like, after a while of working on something, you just don't care for it much anymore. Okay. Um, but, uh, so I, like, have just, like, and, like, licensing in and of itself is always a tricky business because you have to deal with licensors and you have to be, like, getting approvals from seven different places and all of that kind of thing. So, like, I didn't go into the trailer with an open mind, let's say. <laughs> um... And it's not even me working on it, it's my friends, but still, like... Hey, all, um, hey, all, all, all there. But, so, uh, the trailer actually looks pretty funny. Yeah, like, I, I think I saw it online. It, lo- it looks alright. It's, uh, they're, they're definitely remembering the fact that Shazam, he's called Shazam, the movie. Um, yeah. he's been Captain Marvel as far back as, like, 2011, when that Mortal Kombat DC game came out, um, or 2008, okay. so it's, like, not... It's been recent. His name has changed, but I guess we'll go with Shazam. That's that's what they're calling it. Um, but I think her, also I think, like just not to be brand confusion. There yeah, was a that was a smart move, not to a do. decision made. Um, but Shazam, the, I, I'm glad they're remembering that he's a little boy just with like a, a man body. Yeah, and he acts like a little kid. I think he flosses at one point, which always annoys people, but I think it's funny and it makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think like. They definitely have captured that, like, you're a little kid in the Zach Levi body, and, like, Zach Levi feels like the right person for it, like, and, I don't know, it just seems like it's got a good sense of humor to it, which is shocking because it's a DC Universe movie. I think, I think now that, uh, unfortunately now that it's not Zack Snyder anymore, it seems like they're all pretty, like, tonally decent, like, Aquaman people liked. The Wonder Woman movie seemed to be alright in that sense. Yeah, um, I mean, well, Aquaman was bad, but it was enjoyable. It, I mean, but it had, like, it had, like, levy yeah. is what I mean, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, that's cool. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so, it's like, I'm like, I don't know if I'll spend money to see it. But well, I, I, I wouldn't, but I it's like, <laughs> but, like, if someone were, like, if, like, the reason I saw Aquaman was because I was home and my mom bought us all tickets. Like, if it was that situation, I would totally see Shazam, but... That, that's a fair reason. 
but I wouldn't go out of my way. Yeah. But I also don't go out of my way to do most things, so... This is true. <laughs> <laughs> also, it had Eminem's My Name Is in there. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. My name is... How do you feel about that? It's just like, okay, it's Eminem. Like, he did a song for Venom and he did a like, and they're using a song for Shazam. It just feels... Like he's just trying to be, like, cool with the kids, or like... Someone's trying to be clever, and I don't know. It's weird. Um, but that's alright. It's (laughs) alright. It it just felt weird. Like, it feels weird hearing a song in a... In a movie that didn't seem like it was specifically trying to be old school. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, because it's, like... Like, to me, it seems like, oh, yeah, it's a movie... Or, like, it's a song that, that like, I associate with being 12 years old. But that's because I was 12 years old when I heard it, like... Yeah, like... Like, especially with a movie like Captain Marvel out right now, it's like, oh, this takes place in the 90s. Like, so why does Shazam take place now and people are playing... Like playing some like, shady. There's no it doesn't isn't there's no tone like when he did the song for Venom, you're like, okay, yeah, it's kinda edgy, whatever, like this is something that older people might like. Yeah, I could see Eminem being here. But then like you have it in this movie, I'm like this doesn't fit. Like why is this here? It felt a lot <laughs> like why is this here? And not in like a fun way. Mm-hmm. So that's my only thought about it. Him being in Venom was like, Yeah, that makes that's fine. That that's fine. Here it's like this is this is okay. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I, like, I don't know. I'm, like, it looks funny. Like, I, I was, like, being, like, uh, excuse me, like, like, grumpy about it until, like, the last, like, the last jo- joke in the trailer, I, like, guffawed, like, against my better judgments, and I was like, okay, I guess this looks like it'll be a laugh. <laughs> it'll probably be good. I, 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 I believe it'll be pretty alright. I'm just not, uh, I'm not really on the, the superhero kick right now. I don't know. I'm just not, uh, not feeling these movies at the it's moment. It's all good. I want to soon, though. Soon I will. I'll be there soon. soon. I just gotta, the right movie has to come out. The right yeah. movie. You, I don't know. Well, you get at least four a year, so eventually something's gonna grab you. Something will pull me that I will, I will have to go see. Black Panther was the last one I saw in theaters, and it felt, it felt worthwhile to go to. Um... We have another superhero movie coming up, basically, right? Yeah, this is, like, it's basically a superhero movie, and it's very bizarre to me, because, like, how much do you know about the Fast and the Furious franchise? Uh, a decent bit. Like, I wouldn't say I, I know the movie's plots or anything, but I have, like, a general feel for their tone and their basic mythology. Like, so, like, they're, like, they're kind of, like, augmented reality in the sense that, like, no one could actually do that kind of shit with cars. After, but like, they're not... I want to say after the f- fourth one, like, the first ones are grounded in, like, a bullshit reality where it's like, yeah, this is possible to do all the things you're physically doing, but, like, how could you, where would this space be to do this kind of thing? Uh-huh. I think it was Fast and Furious, like, the, the fourth one, where things, um, really went off the rails. Let me pull up the, let me pull up the list of movies, because there's a lot of them. Um. Yeah, there's, like, eight. It's, it's a, it's eight a, of the Furious. Yes, it's a, it's a nice, uh... Okay, hold on. Nice little cinematic universe. There is, but here's the thing. There is, because there's a television series that's going to be coming out. A uh, 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 Universal Dreamworks are creating an animated series. Um, there's some short what? There's some short films, like a, a prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, there's like a Spanish one that's like related. Um, but, 
<laughs> this is it's so dumb. Like even be looking at it. So there's, the so if you go on Wikipedia, there is a series timeline. Um, if you're curious, um, but the movies don't come out in order because one of them <gasps> one of them was like they made a mistake. So there's the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, then the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which is actually the sixth movie chronologically, and then <gasps> Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six then Furious 7, then The Fate of the Furious, and then coming up is Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, which is like sort of a spin-off sort of thing. Yes, that's the trailer that I saw. Yes, but um, it was after Tokyo Drift when they went to like Fast and Furious, that's when shit started to get to the point like, yo, this is just fake, fake, like, Vin Diesel drops an engine on a chain and like catches the chain and it just stops perfectly, and the theater I was in, it was like an advanced screening, I knew like some skater guys that for some reason had tickets and they like brought me along. The whole mm-hmm. theater was going wild when this happened. Like, nobody's taking this movie seriously. We're all talking through the movie, like, making comments on the movie. It was so fake and dumb in the best kind of way. Like, I can honestly say I had an amazing time watching this movie, and I would not regret seeing another one. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This isn't even just, like, physics nonsense in the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Someone gives Idris Elba superpowers. <laughs> so, Go like... On. <laughs> Idris Elba gets superpowers, and then Hobbs and Shaw are, like, I guess, like, frenemies at best, and it's it's The Rock's character and Jason Statham's character. Yeah, they are frenemies, if I recall correctly. And they have to team up to go take down superpowered Idris Elba. It's yeah. just, like, it's so wild, because I was, I'm pretty much 100% sure that like, superpowers were not a thing in this universe until this movie? Yes, that's true. There were not actual superpowers. But there were things that are like, this is basically fake. Like, so, adding superpowers is only going to... It won't break the fiction, but it's taking its explanation it's in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were, they were doing some stuff that didn't make sense. But they were, like, jump. They were like jumping buildings, like, with cars. They were, like, roof hopping and stuff like that, and doing stuff that was completely, like, completely bonkers nonsense. Um, yeah. And they had so, retcons in it, so, like, it might as well be a super, like, it might as well be a superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, it was a very popular and successful franchise. You might as well call it a cinematic universe, like, it it's, is. uh, I it mean, really is, but... It's, it's a movie that has a lot of diversity in it. Um, yeah. And the further it's gone on, the better they've been about, like, female representation. Like, don't get me uh-huh. wrong, this is not, like, anything, no one would say that this is, like necessarily female like it might be female empowerment i'd have to ask a woman i I wouldn't imagine it is but no man is gonna see like oh no this is empowering like no i don't think any man would just randomly say that without being told that by somebody else um Uh but there are lots of like races there um and you know it does well uh domestically and in the foreign market just because it's it's just ridiculous and they don't treat other countries like inherent bad guys and mm-hmm. I think part of that is because the protagonists are criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, illegal street racing. So they're always, like, dealing... Like, the cops are always the antagonists. But you're always uh-huh. like, I, I, yeah, but you guys did, like, steal an armored truck. But at no point were like, no, the cops should totally get them. Um, until, like, The Rock was, like, a FBI or co- some kind of cop guy. If you're like, oh, man, it's The Rock. Like, let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's always just been just straight weirdness. And people love it and... It's fun to watch, and it's kind of like the dumb fun that the Michael Bay movies gesture at, 
But these movies actually uh-huh. are, are fun, though. But actually get there. Yeah, because there's not, like, weird, like, nationalism in these movies. Yeah. Um, especially since some of the people are, like, so specifically, uh, like, like, like black, Latinx, and different kind of stuff like that. And I mean, the third one happens in Tokyo, and they go to the point the like... The only reason the protagonist, we don't like him, is just because he's a dick. Like, not because he's Japanese, because everybody uh-huh. else is, like, Japanese, except for the... Everyone's Japanese except for the main character, love interest, and Bow Wow, for some reason, is there. Um, <laughs> but everybody else is Japanese, and the bad guy is Japanese, too, but it's just, like, he's a dick, and just mm. talks shit on the main guy for not being very good at driving cars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the conflict in that is. And the dude, the one guy dies in that movie... But then, like, mysteriously appears in the, the next one. If you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And then he appears for, like, another movie. And you're like, wait, what? Isn't he dead? And they're like, yeah, he's dead. That movie happened later. And we're like, <laughs> pretty sure Bow Wow sold an iPod Classic in that movie. So, like, <laughs> if somebody wanted it. And people didn't have that good of cell phones. But they also had cell phones that could, like, watch video of a race. So they were like, it was, like, fake hardcore 2000s technology that never existed and still really doesn't. But uh-huh. everything was real dated. So it's kind of like, yo, this movie like doesn't make sense temporally that it, this happens anywhere. Um, but apparently it happened, like, sixth in line. <laughs> Who knows? Cool. Retcons are fun. Cool. But it, 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 it's yeah. a fun series, so I'm, I'm glad they're going, like, the superhero route, at least for, like, this half spinoff. Yeah, this is just, like, it just, like, was interesting, and it was just like, this is the wildest thing I've seen in a long time. Like, holy wow, like, what is this? Yeah, so you said Idris Elba gets superpowers in that movie? Yeah. That's good. That kind of connected to another series. That I was going to say, do we want to... Uh, Let's just, just jump around a little do bit. Do we want to jump on over to Idris Elba real fast, yeah, and Idris then we'll talk Elba. Captain Marvel? Yeah, then we'll go to Captain Marvel. Um, not to hold everybody not to hold everybody out. Um, but no, Idris Elba is reportedly, or at least rumored, to be replacing Will Smith as Deadshot in Suicide Squad. Yeah, we heard earlier this week that... Um, that he wasn't, that Will Smith wasn't planning on coming back, I believe. Um, which to me is, like, also just news, like, oh, they're, they're still making another Suicide Squad? Sure. Like. Actually, maybe people are, um, maybe people are actually excited to, now that, like, they know the Joker's really not gonna be there. Yeah, maybe that's, like, a source of, I mean, like, that would make me happy like to know that so that could be that could be it that could be the reason why they're making another one and people are coming back but will smith has something else to do maybe he wants to be like in another like m night movie um <laughs> yeah always it's always possible um but no so that's i mean that's kind of that's kind of cool i guess yeah i, I, I mean like i like the trend of um it's just because it's so weird to me is when we like have some reason to replace a black actor they don't movie. go remotely try to make them look like this. No, they go for somebody who's, like, way darker. Like, Terrence Howard has to be so mad. They're like... Because I feel like the casting of uh, Don Cheadle was not to fool anybody. And, like, there's lots of black people we could get. But we have to get somebody who looks nothing like Terrence Howard. Like, we have to get the darkest guy we can find. Because, like, we're mad at Terrence Howard. Because, <laughs> like, trying to pat... Like, they basically pulled Nant Viv. Like, they just straight up changed it mm-hmm. for someone who didn't look like the original person, like, by many shades, except in the Will Smith version, in the Fresh Prince version, it was the opposite way. They found somebody much lighter. Um, it's a di- different kind of kick in the face, but um, I think Idris Elba will do fine as Deadshot. He's a yeah. good actor. Yeah, I mean, 
his, so, like, unless there's some massive retconning happening in Endgame, like, his turn as a superhero in the uh, Marvel Universe is over. So, might as well... Well, they might have over. to. They might have to do some massive retconning if, like, they want to make another Thor movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there's no yeah. Asgardians or Asgard to speak of, and I guess they could. Are they gonna pull a Dragon Ball? And be like, please bring back everyone who died because of Thanos. It's like, oh shit, we've created a whole other galaxy of bad guys. Thanos actually <laughs> killed some bad guys before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I am ninety-five percent certain that there is going to be some time travel and undeadifying going on in this movie, but uh, but still. How much is the answer? Yeah. The question. But yeah, so we got your job on Suicide Squad, and we'll see what happens at any game. Um, but let's jump back over to the Marvel universe. You saw Captain Marvel, I heard. I saw Captain Marvel. You heard right. How'd you like it? Tell us about it, some. So, I mean, I went in with the knowledge that despite, like, not with, a, with like, safe hopes, I would say. Like, because I went in with the knowledge that even though, like, people had been review bombing it, like, that other people that whose opinions I actually, like, trusted fairly well enough were saying, like, ah, it's a pretty alright movie. Like, nothing, like, nothing, like, to write home, not, not even saying, like, nothing to write home about, but, like, it's not gonna bust your, like, top three Marvel movies out of their standing, but, like, it's, it, like, like, maybe it's a it's movie that, like, movie. meant more for, like, what it is rather than what was in it kind of thing? Kind of, I guess, like, I, the, the first half of it is very heavy with, like, and I'm gonna try to avoid spoilers because it, it just came out just came out but like the first half of it is very heavy with exposition because as as we know from the trailers she is an amne- is like amnesiac and so she has no idea really what's um what her place is and where her powers came from and all of that kind of thing i guess we haven't um, had an origin story in a while huh yeah that is true because like, like black, black panther, panther and spider-man was, like, were in civil war so they just kind of jumped yeah, like, over that they were like backdoor uh like a backdoor pilot kind of thing, like yeah. So they didn't have to do too much origin story with Black Panther. Like they kind of did, but like we knew who he was. We didn't. They didn't ever explain what his powers were. It's like, eh, you drink soup and you get strong. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he lo- He yeah. really loves lean, I guess. Oh, uh, that was weird. Oh, um, the uh, but yeah, the uh, the you mentioned before we started recording that it felt like you've heard from people that it felt like a phase one movie and it really does like it definitely is that kind of origin story like finding its feet kind of like um kind of story and it once like about halfway through it really picks up and like the second half of it is really solid um fight scenes are great like it really does drive home that she's the most powerful superhero in the Marvel universe. Like, like it was like a very much like a show don't tell kind of thing. Like, like, yes, this tracks. And like the, the source of her powers is really interesting. It's different from the comics, uh, but is tied into the MCU in a way that, um, that like closes up a few plot holes as well as like setting up some interesting stuff that made me want to go back and watch, like Guardians of the Galaxy again, and the first Avengers again, and some other stuff. Yeah, is, like um, to not 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 asking about the movie necessarily. 
Um, because again, spoilers, but like, is Captain Marvel related to Nova Corps in any way, like in the comics or anything? Um, like, I feel like when you did, like, when they did Guardians of the Galaxy and they introduced Nova Corps, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, is Nova going to be here or like Captain Marvel or like any of these other space heroes? And like, no, here's like just this human guy, Star Lord, who's kind of an alien but kind of just a guy. Yeah, well, they're the, um, they're both considered cosmic heroes in the, like, within the Marvel Universe because their powers are spacey. Yeah. And, like, some of their adventures, some, if not most, of their adventures take place in space. Um, but they're, they don't seem to be connected in the movie because the Kree Empire of the Captain Marvel movie is very different from the Kree Empire of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie because it's set so much later. Right. Okay. Just curious. Just curious. But, um, and also, like, I only saw Guardians of the Galaxy once. I didn't really like it, but I kind of wanted to, but I do kind of want to watch it again just to kind of see You've only seen it the once. continuity. You saw it too, right? I saw two, yeah. Yeah. I, I like those movies. I, th- I think they were, the one thing I do like about, uh, and we'll get back to Captain Marvel in a second, obviously. Uh, one of the things I like about the, uh, Marvel movies, and I wish they emphasized it more and more people would talk about this as the critics, is that... They don't all necessarily follow the same genre. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whether people like no, yeah. Guardians or not, I appreciate that it was more of, like, a space comedy than, like, a superhero action movie. Um, which I think is why, like, yeah. Deadpool works a lot, and there's a there's another one. Like, Black Panther I mean, like, of, the re- like, one of the reasons I like Winter Soldier the most is, like, yeah. it's more of a spy thriller, really, yeah. than it is a superhero movie. Like, and, like, I don't know, like, Thor Ragnarok's also kind of like a space buddy comedy. Yeah, so I, I like the movies that, like, they feel, I mean, they're all based in superhero stuff, and I think maybe just the problem that people are having with superhero fatigue is that all the big ones we're getting are kind of really in the same universe, for the most part, or DC. Yeah, they're and, all, like, a like an action-adventure, like, kind of superhero movie, rather. Well, they all feel, like, related to, you know, like, it, you know, if I want to watch, like, an action movie, like, if I'm, like, all about my epics that are completely po-faced and serious, and, like, if the comedy is what annoys me of Marvel movies... I still have to go see Guardians to know what's going on, and that's going to make me feel fatigued, because I don't want to watch mm-hmm. a comedy movie, but me as a comedy person is like, eh, I like Black Panther, because, you know, like, the black stuff, it felt kind of like a like a black movie, and I like the comedy ones, but I didn't really like, eh, I could take or leave the plot of Civil War, like, I don't really care that much about the plot, it was just fun to watch, you know what I mean? I think that's why people are, I like it when they're more in their genre. Um, that's just like a little aside. I like that they do that. Yeah, so yeah, I do like that. So explains where so, yeah, her powers so, come from. Explains where her powers come from, which is really interesting. Um, it has some interesting reversals based on what you would expect from the trailers and from the way the story was set up in the trailers um, that I really appreciated. Um, and I just, I don't know, I liked it a lot. Um, the uh, I, my, my biggest takeaway coming out of it is that... Uh, because like we were we were talking about how like she doesn't have a love interest in the movie and like Jude Law is Jude Law's character isn't ever really set up to be a love interest but um but her best friend on earth is Maria Rambeau Lashana Lynch's character and they're like raising her daughter together and I was like they're they're gay like it's probably like, there they're, they're gay right like they're co-parenting her daughter like hey you know sometimes but, um, a family can be two pilots. 
Yeah, sometimes the family can be two pilots and a little girl who will eventually turn into the full spectrum of light. Spectrum? Um, Is that the character's name? Yeah, actually. Okay, cool, That's cool. her most recent code name. She was Captain Marvel first, actually, before Carol was Captain Marvel in the comics, but... Monica was, or...? Monica Rambeau was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um... I kind of wish they would have... I kind of wish they would have made Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I guess... Well, I wonder what wonder whether she's going to be in the Avengers movie, because, like, she's, like, a 12-year-old in this movie set in the 90s, so in modern day she would be... However old the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. Mm. I kind of like that it is... I kind of like that it's doing comic book time. Mm-hmm. And it's perpetually... Um, the present. Yeah. Because this started in, what, 2000... 2010, I think? Like... Yeah, so like... How how long has it been in, in movie time? 2009, because they've been doing like... Um, what like, uh, movies. It's fine. No one's gonna be mad. No, but I mean, like they've been doing the ten years stuff, and it's not twenty twenty yet, so it oh. has to have been two thousand nine. Gotcha, gotcha. So my question is, like, how long? How much time has passed in universe? Because it's been like what four years, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that that's fine. It doesn't matter. Obviously, we know how comic book time works. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They could possibly have a different Captain Marvel by the time the movie. Like, by the time they show up in, um, but, Yeah, by the time that Endgame is happening. Which I very much hope they do, because as much as people say it, and I say it, it's a lie, I actually do like seeing drama happen when it's not around me. And I would mm-hmm. love to see the drama that happens if we have a different Captain Marvel for that than we do right now. I would find yeah. that very, very interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, just so me. I'm, I like seeing pots get stirred sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping she, um, she isn't forgotten. Um, also, the other joy of the movie, especially as a cat person myself, is like, like the main characters are really like Carol and Nick Fury, and then Goose the cat. Like Goose is, like a scene stealer. He's like so precious. Like it's so funny. Like watching Fury. Like baby talk to him like (laughs) it's really really wonderful i loved it a lot i think that like i really liked the different fury that they have in this movie because he's like 20 years younger and he's really just getting started at shield and like um he's a little softer around the edges he hasn't lost his eye yet although we find out how he does lose his eye in this movie oh cool um and it's actually kind of funny um what? It's from a cat. I will neither confirm nor deny if it's from the cat. I didn't say that um, cat. I just said a cat. A cat? No, yeah. It's his, it's his, his own baby cat. <laughs> He's like, um, oh no. That's why, and that's why he hates Black Panther in the future. Confirmed. Confirmed. He loses his eye from um, a real panther. <laughs> yeah, from a real panther. Nick Fury, the Black Panther. I saw, I, um, I was watching a review, and mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the things they pointed out, which was like, that kind of, like, you know, it's a light criticism where it's more, like, funny. It's not actually taking points away from the movie. It's just kind of like, ooh, yikes. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people have commented on how, like, the makeup and prob- probably CGI on Samuel Jackson to make him look younger is very convincing. Um, mm-hmm. It's very good. But the guy's like, one time I did re- remember that, like, it's a 70-year-old man. 
is like one time he bends down to pet the cat and you see how like how long it takes him to get back up like yeah this is an old man like this isn't a 20 year old and they're like why did they just use a body double for that one like it doesn't matter but it just is kind of funny yeah it's like oh this 20 year old man has terrible knees i'm like yeah it's actually it's actually kind of funny um yeah no yeah it's um but yeah so like they're the his interaction with the cat is really funny and um like I don't know, it was just, like, it's very interesting seeing how he connects with Carol versus the way he, like, how grumpy old Nick deals with the Avengers in the modern day, like. Well, he's tired of superheroes at that point. Yeah, exactly. I would and, like, be I don't know, it's just, it's very interesting how they set up Carol's legacy and, like, in a way that is somewhat retconny, but, like, in a way that fits, I guess, like. And also in a way that, like, I don't know, like, it doesn't excuse the lack of representation thus far, but it does, like, kind of mollify it, like, to an extent. Like, you're like, oh, well, it's shitty that there's only been one female Avenger to begin with, but it is cool that, like, Carol's legacy is, like, is, like, Nick, like, Nick's like, further adventures with superheroes kind of thing, like... Yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, it is... It's funny how, like, bad sometimes men are at writing women, and sometimes that's exacerbated by, like, the uh, positive stereotype kind of thing, where, like, some mm-hmm. of the most powerful people will be, like, women, but, like, there will be no women other than, like, these super-powered women. Um, and I look at, like, the modern Avengers, and you have, like, Black Widow, who's, like, not overpowered, she's actually, like, regular, but, it's, like, she's very capable for, like, a human person, but then you have, like, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, who's, like, arguably the most powerful Avenger that's not Vision. Yeah. Um, if she were to, like, use her potential, like, is she an Omega mutant? I don't think she is. She's has to be high-level mutant, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I'm I mean, not I know familiar it's... enough with the mutant categorizations, but she, in, like, in the comics, like, she took away everyone else's mutant powers at one point, like... Okay, so she has to be pretty high level. Um, which I might make her the highest. Um, but yeah, I know it's not in the MCU, but I'm just curious like how powerful she, like, theoretically is. Because I like the idea of, like, theoretical mm-hmm. power. It's fun to me. And this site's not going to help me, so forget it. It doesn't matter. She's very strong. She can throw things with her mind. She can throw things. She can, That's like, true. slow down vision, so that must be pretty powerful. Um, so apparently she's not an Omega-level mutant, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's not the strongest. Mm-hmm. To me, because, you know, if you have a power that takes away other people's powers... Yeah. It's kind of like Arceus, the Pokemon, is God, but it can be caught by a Master Ball. So, like... Uh-huh. <laughs> like, how powerful is it, really? Um, yeah. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Pokemon recently with my partner. We're on the Indigo League right now. It's good. It's so fun. Nice. That show is bonkers. Like, it's so weird. Like, so, it's so anime and so good. Ash is a jackass. I love it. Anything else on uh, Captain Marvel? I, I know we're jumping around a lot, but it's what the people came for. What would you give it a rating out of 10? And let's go, let's, I... not, let's not use... Actually, give it a letter grade, because people get that a little better. I'll give it a B plus. Okay. B plus plus. Okay. You could say A minus. I could say A minus. I guess A minus also works. I just like it's very. There are definitely some 
writing issues at the beginning just in like how much um like sci-fi world building and exposition are get thrown at you at the beginning yeah um i thought it was a little much but like once it gets its feet it's pretty pretty decent and i appreciate the uh the political message that is in it is a very worthwhile one okay and it's not about feminism actually it's about refugees (laughs) cool good job marvel so, uh, the, the other question I have is, you know, it's a heavy question to just throw on you. I'm not asking you to speak for all people. Um, but, assuming that Marvel should have had other female-led movies by now, do you think it made sense from the wait till now to have a Captain Marvel movie, specifically her, because of, like, all the exposition they have to be? Like, do you think they had to wait this long to get people to buy, like, some of the cosmic stuff? Um, I think they probably could have introduced her earlier okay with a different backstory gotcha because like this backstory is made up for this movie anyway right so like if she had been um like introduced at the end of age of ultron or something or like civil war or something it would have i think with a different backstory it would have fit um i think like if she was to come in in a post-credit scene Okay, yeah, I think once we've got, like, the Guardian stuff, we were willing to believe, like, okay, there's space, like, anything could happen at this point. Like, we've seen Thanos a little bit, and we've seen, like, the Avengers alien stuff, so I'll buy anything at this point, as long as you explain it. Yeah, and okay. I think that, but but I think with this backstory, there were certain elements of it that a certain number of Marvel movies needed to have happened. Okay. Now, in order for the reveals to be exciting. Okay. Now, let's flip this question on its head. Assuming that whatever had to be built could be built in this movie and it'd still be good. Do you think Captain Marvel should have been the... F- like, let's... Should Captain Marvel have been the first the female first led of a, of a Marvel movie? Like, even if it was in Phase 1 or whenever, do you think she should have been the first hero to get one? First female hero? I think that there were missed opportunities with Black Widow and the Wasp. Okay earlier on in the MCU that now feel Well, I mean, like I'm I'm hypoth- I'm doing hypothetical like saying you're you're architecting this universe. Like there's no MCU yet, you're architecting it and you have to pick the first female hero to get a standalone movie. Would you have picked Captain Marvel or somebody different? Um, based on who I knew at the time, I still think I would have picked Black Widow just because she was already like there was already fan interest in her and she existed. Okay. Um, That's cool. I'm just, but, I'm just curious. I mean, it's totally subjective. I mean, yeah. there's no right or wrong answer here. The only wrong answer like, would be somebody who's not in the MCU at all possible. Like, unfortunately, Storm, I wouldn't count as an acceptable answer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, going back to... Agreed. Going back, like, with my current comics knowledge to look at the MCU, I feel like... Like, Captain Marvel still would have been... Like, she could have been a good choice. Okay. Um, like, She-Hulk could have been a good choice. Although, I feel like She-Hulk's more... Like, a better choice for, like, a TV show. Just yeah. because, like, she's a lawyer and, like, there's a lot of, like, that kind of, like, crime drama played into her character along with the movie stuff. Like, it feels like it would have been better as, like, a Netflix show. Yeah. But... But now we have that whole problem with all that stuff, unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> okay. 
Well, yeah, I think, I mean, like, I think that, like, yeah, Black Widow and Captain Marvel are, like, the most, even, like, when she was Ms. Marvel, like, were the most well-known, I feel like, of the characters, so, like, it would have been one of them. Okay, I can deal with that. Cool. Nice so. stuff, nice stuff. And I guess we have, like, one more topic to round the episode out. Yeah, I want to bring it down again. <laughs> bring it down I, I don't i don't know what you mean um we have uh some promo- not promotional Did you say but we like gotta style. go fast through this <laughs> we we've got like a style guide for what sonic should look like in the new movie have you seen it oh i've seen it i i how do you feel about it well given that i'm the sonic expert like, but like let's have you go yeah <laughs> I mean, it just looks not very appealing, like, to be frank. Like, it doesn't look like something... Like, if it was a radical redesign of Sonic's design, but it was clear that it was done in a way to appeal to a certain audience, like like the, the people who are bitching about, like, the CalArts version of the Thundercats, like, that's a radical redesign, but it was clearly done in order to pull in a different audience. Yeah. And so, like, you can at least see the justification for it. Yeah, even if you're going whereas to Cal Arch, like, yeah, but people like it. Yeah, whereas this looks just kind of alarming. Yeah, I don't know what they were like, going for. I don't, so I'll start. I don't, I don't hate it. I, I really don't. Like, I, I, I wish I did so I could be on board with everybody else. But I don't hate it. I don't like it. I, I really don't like it. I, I think it misses a lot of, like, what makes his character cool and fun mm-hmm. but I, I i don't hate it it just kind of looks like oh okay well whatever what whatever like this is what we're doing that, that's kind of how i feel about it and a lot of people point out like why did we have like come up with this version like there's lots of good sonic models that exist yeah um it doesn't even look as good as that possible one that was linked with like uh chris uh chris pratt there's a kick uh-huh. back up. Like, that one looked a little better than this. Maybe this is still it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Some people think it might be fake, but I think it's real. Um, have you seen any of the redesigns? Um... Oh, like, the redesigns of what? Like, the ones that uh, fans did. Like, of the... of the Like, uh, redesigns of this... Yeah, model? yeah, like some yeah. So some fans took yes. this design and have changed them around to look a little better. Um, yeah, like and it's like very. Yeah, like there's some very subtle changes you can make that make the character look a lot more appealing and like his actual version. And, yeah, like it doesn't seem like it would take a lot for them to fix it. Like there, you pointed out one where they like just changed like the size or shape of his pupils. Yeah, if like, he changes pupils from like circles to like kind of ovals. And then some people, like, just make his arms tan. He looks a lot more like Sonic Sonic, and it looks a lot better just in general. Yeah, like, there's a lot that's easy to fix. Yeah, so a lot of people are saying it's because he doesn't have, like, the one big eyeball thing. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, no, it's not that. It's really, like, if you just make it ovals, it looks a thousand times better with zero other changes. It looks more like him. And I don't know why that is. Some other, like, brow changes, but it would, that would fix a lot. Someone drew him, like, um, keep it in this realistic version, but give him, like, a jacket and shorts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah. That also, looks like, better, yeah, too. Because like, like, <laughs> he looks, like, if you make him look like a person and he's naked, then it's weird. 
but if he has clothes on, it's better. Like, just give him some basketball shorts, like. Yeah, this one where he's, like, wearing a red jacket and the shorts uh, by uh, Little Woodlouse, uh, at Little Woodlouse on Twitter. I want to give him credit for doing this. And he said, okay, I'm not saying the Sonic movie should hire me, but I'm saying that if you give him human legs, you have to cover them. And he's wearing, like, yeah. a nice jacket and the shorts. And, yo, it looks so much better. Like, it, <laughs> it's like, yo, I would cosplay that, and I would watch that movie. And they shorten his quills a little bit and stuff like that, which I think they're all positive changes. It's just a weird design. And, like, people thought they hated the Sonic Boom Sonic, but that... We didn't know how good we had it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like the Sonic Boom design, though, if I'm, if I'm being honest. That's it. I'm still going to go see it. It's not as good as Detective Pikachu visually, but... I don't know. Sonic fans, we've been we've been through worse. As long as he doesn't kiss a person, it still won't be rock bottom. Yep. Still won't be the B-movie. It won't be Sonic 06. Um, <laughs> oh, that game is so bad. Yeah, B-movie, he kisses the, the girl. He kisses the girl. Pretty sure he fucks the girl. <laughs> you took it. <laughs> oh, no, that's unbelievable. Um, It's hey. actually terrible, though. Other thing, who voiced that? Was that Seinfeld? Yes. So I, I saw a video, so <laughs> I feel bad now. Remember how everybody was saying, like, Jerry Seinfeld says college kids are too sensitive, that's why he doesn't do shows anymore? Mm-hmm. So apparently he didn't say that. Um, and he's like, yeah, everyone was saying that, but what the interview actually said was, someone asked me about it, and he said, I know a comedian that says that's why they don't do it anymore. And Seinfeld's like, and my reaction was, well, if that's how you feel, then I just won't worry about it, man. Like, just don't go. And he's like, everyone's saying I don't, I'm afraid of, like, college campus. He's like, I do fine at colleges, actually. <laughs> like, I don't know why people keep saying this. And I'm like, oh, man, that feels bad. Like, he was definitely the uh, poster child for kids are too PC. But it's like, he's like, I never yeah. I, I never said that. Like, And then people went back, like, yeah, we went back and looked. He didn't say that. That's not what he said. And that made me feel kind of kind of bad. I, I mean, I believe, I would be willing to believe he thinks that. But I don't think he actually necessarily said those specific words. Because I think when you're, like, that story of a comedian, you gotta be like, well, if that's how people feel, I'm still gonna tell my jokes, because I'm famous. And I'm like, yeah, that actually makes more sense than someone be like, like, why would, why would Jerry Seinfeld be afraid of, like, what, quote-unquote, like, sensitive college kids would say? Like, why would he care about that? He's like, I, I already have, like, a thousand cars, I'm fine, like, and yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, and Devil May Cry 5 came out, so that's cool. <laughs> featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series actually yes <laughs> 100% yes it's literally him <laughs> I mean it better add him to smash <laughs> so we can put the sticker <laughs> on the damn box um, did, did, did uh, Captain Marvel purposely come out on International Women's Day or was that just kind of like a coincidence I mean it was probably a little bit on purpose I mean they had to put it out before Endgame might as but well there's be probably out. something yeah it might as well be on the appropriate day. That's cool. And today, the day of recording is Mario Day. Nintendo, it is. March happy 10th. Mario. Yes, happy, happy, happy Mario Day. We did it. We celebrated Mario. Um, I think that's everything, right? I think so. I, I think we did a show. We did a show in under an hour. How about Woo! it? We're so good. Unbelievable. And we're getting more guests. We are getting everything together, listeners. So please stay patient with us. Believe it. Um... Friendo, would you like to give people the show uh, the social media biz? I can do that. Thank I you. can do that. Um, if you want to, ooh, I made myself yawn. 
<laughs> yawning for the f- oh, yawning for the fans. Woof. That daylight um, savings kicking you in the ass, homie. It really is. Um. So if you want to find us on the internet, you can find us on Twitter at character rev character rev two r's in the middle. You can find us on Facebook at character reveal on the internet at characterreveal.simplecast.fm, on iTunes or your podcast catcher of choice by searching for Character Reveal, on Patreon at patreon.com slash character reveal, on Instagram at character reveal. You can find us, and if you do find us on those podcast catching apparatuses, please try to give us a review and maybe some stars. Let us know what you think. Um, feedback's great. You can always also hit us up at our email, which is characterreveal at gmail.com with your comments, critiques, and suggestions. Or if you want to be a guest, that'd be cool too. Yeah. Um, we love hearing things. We love hearing things. Um, that's why we listen to podcasts. We love hearing things. It's true. That, that's kind of how it works. So, uh, yeah, and if you want to find us elsewhere on the internet, you can find Dom at Brother Dom, anywhere he wants to be found. You can find me at Captain Steph on Twitter, The Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Hella Steph on Instagram. And I think that's about it. That is it. We did it. We did it, fam. Oh, and hey, the Discord. Join us in our Discord. Be the, friends. The Discord's there. We're willing to chat. We're going to be filling it up with all kinds of cool stuff. So, you yeah. Know, it's a good time. Good chitter chatter. It'll be fun. Fun or fatter, chatter chatter. There's probably a rhyme somewhere. I'll work on it later. Let it go. It's gone. We did it. Listeners, we did it. thank you so much for listening to another episode of Geekly Reveal. We appreciate you. And until next time, see you later. Bye.